0: Life Strength and Health Podcast, Episode 5.
1: Then the weight loss is going to be a side effect of you raising your vibration and starting to love and take care of you. Certain things you just can't put in your body because you love yourself that much.
0: Welcome, everyone. This is Life Strength and Health Podcast with Jamal and Kim, where it's our mission to educate, empower, and inspire you to live healthier. So let's dive into the show. Hi, Kim and Jamal here, and welcome to another episode of Life, Strength, and Health Podcast. We have another great interview for you this week. Today, we are joined by Queen Neat. Queen Neat, are you there? I am. I am indeed. Well, we want to say thank you for joining us, and we look forward to sharing some powerful information with our community today.
2: Yes. Thank you, Queen Neat, for joining us.
0: Indeed. Thanks for having me. Yeah, definitely. And uh, before we begin, we just want to kind of let everyone know who Queen Neats is. So I'm just going to read a little bit about you. Uh, Queen Neats has served the community in healing capacities for the past 25 years, building the self-worth of women and helping them maximize their personal power. In 2010, she began concentrating specifically on teaching transitional wellness when she began practicing a vegan vegetarian lifestyle. Through this transition, she was able able to heal herself from 40 pounds of fibroid tumors that have plagued her body for over 17 years after after every gynecologist demanded that she have a hysterectomy. She also lost almost 150 pounds in the process that she gained as a result of listening to the advice of the same doctors who were giving her double doses of the birth control steroid Depropavira monthly as a fibroid treatment. She studied under world-renowned healer and author Queen Afua and was the youngest woman to ever complete Queen Afua's Intensive Health and Wellness Coach Certification Program during the 25 years that it has been in existence. She is now the Global Ambassador of Wellness for Queen Afua's International Wellness Institute and in early 2015 was promoted to Global Director of Sacred Women Affairs. She now teaches over a hundred students from Queen Afua's best-selling Random House book *Sacred Woman: A Guide to Healing the Feminine Body, Mind, and Spirit*, and trains fifty-five wellness coaching students. In 2014, she wrote the curriculum and designed the logo and branding for Queen Afua's 52-week *Sacred Woman in the Making* course, and eventually went on to become the lead instructor. She then developed the Sacred Women Deep Healing Journey, which is a 30-month program that allows women who are experiencing post-traumatic stress disorder and have experienced domestic violence, rape, molestation, and other deep life traumas to fully heal and ascend. In 2015... She wrote the curriculum for the Sacred Woman in the Making wellness coaching program, which affords women the opportunity to heal themselves while they become certified to bring full healing to others, as well as health and wellness coaches who are also certified doulas, certified comedic womb yoga instructors, certified comedic belly dance instructors and nutritional numerologists. Currently, she is interviewing candidates for the Sacred Woman in the Making Plus Program Positive Lifestyle Upgrade Sessions for women who would like to release 75 to 350 pounds and the associated life baggage that created that state for life.
2: (laughs) That's some serious stuff. Yes,
0: that is a (laughs) lot. You're doing some serious (laughs) stuff over there.
1: (laughs) We are doing the most over here. And I am so excited about the opportunity to do it. Having been a woman who was overweight and, um, you know, just having the whole experience of not being well and not having the information to make myself well, um, you know, has been my motivation without a question because I see and I work with so many women and even in Working with women, it's made me more sensitive to other women around me. So when I go in the DMV or I go in the grocery store and um, I see women just going off, yeah. I understand what it actually is. So I don't even take it personally. I understand that we're dealing with a big ball of pain. Right. And so if the pain is not properly addressed, all it does is roll over anybody in its way.
2: Absolutely. And, uh, you know, in our first, in our very first podcast with uh, with Queen Four. Uh, one of the things that we spoke about was the ability for your body to actually heal itself because a lot of people question that a lot of people question the ability to reverse things like fibroids and to really reverse problems in their bodies and we got into the validity of that and it sounds like you did some major healing with yourself so Why don't we just take a moment and why don't you tell us about your personal journey um, of healing and what made you go on to begin that process of helping others to go on their journey of healing?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. It'll be my pleasure to share that. For 17 years, I suffered from fibroid tumors. So on a regular basis, my life consisted of bleeding seven to nine months straight. Constantly, my hematocrit levels were in the fours. They're supposed to be in the sevens. And that is the life that I became accustomed to. So often we are sick and we become so comfortable in our sickness and we feel like there's no way to fix it that we just adjust ourselves and we say, okay, okay. This is my plight in life. This is what I'm going to do. And so I didn't realize that it made me not the most pleasant person in the world. And I thought everybody else was crazy and I was just fine. And so um, my doctors came up with the ingenious idea. They said, well, all you have to do is lose weight. And I was like, well, great. Thank you for that information that I had no idea about. <laughs> um, you know. And then they were like, well, why don't you just have a baby because that will fix everything too. Again, great information. No husband, no, you know, nothing in sight that's going to be stable. Yeah. But let's just have a baby so that we can correct these fibroids. Great answer, Mr. Doctor. <laughs> One of the things that I had sense enough to have heard was the high rate of hysterectomies given to women in the Southeast, especially African-American women. I understood that it only takes 45 minutes to do a hysterectomy. So doctors would rather do a hysterectomy than to do any type of corrective surgeries to move or reduce fibroid tumors because they take longer and all they're going to do is grow back because even if you laser them, you can only laser them down to the tissue, but you can't get inside of the the tissue. The real issue is inside of the tissue so the only way to really really deal with and to eradicate and reverse the fibroids is by treating them herbally so I went ahead listening to my doctors and this was even as as, uh, early as 2008 and they said we uh, need to try a new treatment on you They already had me on Depo, and I was noticing weight loss, but I worked out avidly, so it wasn't as noticeable. But what they did was they started doubling my doses of Depo, so I had two nurses uh, each injecting me in each hip every month in order to regulate my cycles because I was bleeding so badly. And so where the challenge came in, I just kept blowing up, blowing up, blowing up, blowing up uncontrollably. And so I got to 300 pounds and I will never forget the day that I went to my, I hired a personal trainer and she took my weight and she said, Alicia, you are 300 pounds.
3: Mm.
1: And I was like, but I'm cute. (laughs) And so that was one of the biggest challenges that I had is that I was blessed with a nice shape and a pretty face. So, and men were still hollering and trying to pay bills. (laughs) So I went real pressed. About the weight, he wasn't bothering me, it wasn't stopping me from doing that. So I was like, well, shoot, 300, that's hundred—that's—that's—that's that's some pounds. So what I did that day was I worked out with her, and I went shopping, and I felt great. I was like, shoot, we're going to just decorate all this 300 pounds. That's what we're going to do, because it looked good. <laughs> and so as depraved as that thinking was, that's where I was. Mm. So the wonderful thing that happened in my life, and see, it's all about, one of the things that I teach my girls is full glass syndrome. We've always been taught to look at the glass half empty or half full, but who's giving you that directive?
3: Right. And right.
1: everything, we give thanks. So we call this full glass syndrome. Mm-hmm. That's the state I choose to live in. So unbeknownst to me or to anybody else in my family, my mother decided that she was going to have gastric bypass surgery July 31st of 2010. And my mother died on the table. Wow. Had no idea. So when I got the call, my mother had coded three times. My mother and I had always had a very, very challenged relationship, and at that time, I had become a chemite. I had left the church, become a um. Hebrew Israelite, and then came out of that and became a Chemite. So I was the heretic of the whole family. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my mother didn't speak to me for six years. So when she passed, she passed not speaking to me. Mm-hmm. And so I asked him to put the phone up to her ear, and I wished her a peaceful transition, and I told her that I loved her. Mm-hmm. And so what I understood at that point was how precious and how short uh, life is and how quickly you can get up out of here. Still, I went and got a real cute dress for the funeral and was going to wrap up my little 300 pounds and carry it on up there, and that's what I did. I went on to Virginia, and I went to my mother's funeral, and that was the awakening point for me. My mother was a concert pianist, extremely, extremely talented, classically um, trained, and people kept standing over her casket saying how many more concertos she had that she could have shared. And so as I'm listening, I declared to the creator at that point, I said, I will never have people stand over my casket and say all the things that I could have done. And so we buried my mother on August 7th of 2010. That following Monday, I hired a raw vegan chef. He's still the head chef at Loving It Live in Atlanta, Georgia. His name is Chef T. And in the first six weeks of him preparing my food, I lost 30 pounds. Now, I went from 300 to 270. Sugar, I was it. (laughs) I was the whole wide world. I was every woman, disco and me. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) And so I felt like I had arrived because I already felt like I was fine at 300 pounds, but 270? Oh, what? (laughs) And so I was good for the rest of my life. I didn't ever need to lose not another pound on the planet. And then I went to a seminar and started learning more about how excess weight continues to eat at every system of your body Mm -hmm. and how it continues to deteriorate and it sneaks up on you. So you think that you're okay. And what's happening is every day, all of your systems are slowing down. Your joints can no longer take all of the weight that's there. And I was like, wow. So I went to a sacred woman convention in um, West Virginia and I noticed that even at 270 pounds, I was the heaviest woman there. And I was like, hmm, this is interesting. All these little women, you know, they do this sacred woman thing and they're eating vegan and all that and they're little tiny. Yeah. Okay. That's great. That's what they do. And so that was the first time that I realized, hmm. Maybe I should lose this weight. Let's let's go ahead and do this. And so I started um, getting very serious with raw. I started actually working out, and I decided that I was going to really, really stay on the raw diet. I met a family, um, Cayenne Baratunde. They own the Forgotten Foods. Right. And they started sharing with me about Sacred Womb Fibroid Free. That is a product that they had. And so I started taking that product four times a day. I did that from July of 2010 up until February of 2011. What I found was a miracle happening in my body. My fibroids, because fibroids are nothing but crystallized mucus. Right. The way that you build up crystallized mucus in your body is by eating pasta, bread, potatoes, and rice. That's all I ate. mm that was it. So I was nothing but a big ball of mucus just running around. And so those were foods of, um, and that indicated that you were stagnant, mm-hmm. that you were not pleased, that your your life was not moving the way that you felt that it should. And so in that, it was beautiful because once I was able to identify it, I stopped eating those foods. And I found other foods that could substitute for it. And so I started making zucchini pasta as opposed to actually eating regular rice pasta. And so what ended up happening in my body, um, those fibroids that were big and hard and weighed 40 pounds by themselves, Mm. began to soften up, became a jelly, and in February of 2011 began to pass through me. So I never had to have a surgery to remove my fibroid tumors. That took four full months. So from February of 2010 up until July of 2010, my body expelled 40 pounds worth of fibroids alone. Wow. And I had a didgeridoo treatment by um, Astarius Miraculi. He is an amazing um, astronomerologist and sound therapist. And from that day to this day, I cycle with the new moon without a question. My doctors have said, listen, you have to be super careful because you are super fertile now. We don't know what you did, but you reversed everything in your body. Mm. Well, I said, well, good, good. Children could happen. That, that could be. I like to look at them. i played with them before. It doesn't have to happen, but if it does, it's a really good thing. So that is what really got me on my journey, and I pray that people don't have to have something as traumatic as a mother's death um, to, to jump start it. Right. And I always encourage my, 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 my girls don't ever do it for a man Right. because when you get tired of that man, then you're going to get tired of the struggle that it took to make the changes. Do it because you love you. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's where I am at this point.
2: Wow. Um, that that's an incredible story, yeah, that is and uh, congratulations on on your transformation. Uh, w- within your story, you touched on a lot of very important things. Uh, one one of the things that you spoke about uh, was just you being comfortable with your weight when you were three hundred pounds mm-hmm. and. That is, that's one of the things that we're really seeing a lot of because in our society, you know, we have this kind of twisted perception of what normal is. So right. being that, you know, most of the population, over 60% of the population is actually overweight as adults, um, that's considered normal. And there's so many, so much accommodation out there. For people now that are overweight, that it's just so normal and just so easy to exist, uh, being overweight. And, and it's, I think it's great to accept, you know, where you are, but people are looking at it as normal and there is no need or no urge to want to lose the weight or to want to bring their body back into balance. So to, you know, to have that, that wake up call to know that this isn't normal is something needs to be done, I think is, is amazing. And, and hopefully, you know, a lot of our listeners out there can realize and, and see themselves in, in your story and it can inspire and motivate them to want to make change in their life.
1: Indeed. And I, what I think is so beautiful, like I said, we um, stay in full glass syndrome. It was a blessing that my mother passed. Mm. My mother struggled with weight she um went through some things did some things that she should not have done and she lived with the guilt of that Mm -hmm. and so she lived in guilt for probably 35 years if you can imagine not being able to forgive yourself and living in guilt for that amount of time you find yourself in destructive behavior so she smoked for 16 years and um she stopped smoking and she took up eating Mm -hmm. And so that became her drug of choice, yeah. because instead of just dealing with um, the challenge, she just chose to continue to self-sabotage and hurt herself. So I got a chance to really see what that looked like. My mother had three nervous breakdowns from the time I was two to the time I was nine. Wow. So there were already a series of challenges already there, so when you put guilt on top of clinical depression, you have the makings of a very, very volatile personality and a high rate of suicide. Mm. So many of us are um, very, very suicidal and don't know what to do about it. Yeah. And so this is one of the things that, as I work with the program, and one of the reasons that the Creator laid on my heart to open and to start the Sacred Woman in the Making Plus program. And it is a 30-month weight loss program so it's not let me just drop the weight off of you and then I'm gonna send you on your way and everything will be cool because see I have paid Jenny Craig I've paid everybody in a fat mama to lose weight mm-hmm. and then I was like you know what I love me I'm good mm-hmm. and so where the challenge ended up coming was I had to find a way to help women empty out their bags there is a reason that 70% of african-american women are single And the more education we have, the less likely we are to Mm make. And it has nothing to do with, oh, the brothers are in jail. Oh, the police are shooting up the brothers. Uh." Okay, you know what it really is? And see, queen of four hurt my feelings. Mm -hmm. But she woke me up. Mm -hmm. I possessed a lot of masculine energy. Just as cute and girly as I can be. But I've owned businesses since I was 15 years old. So I carried a lot of masculine energy. I ran businesses. I ran things. I ran people I'm just running around running stuff. And so that brings on a masculine energy. Well, a king, a real man, is not looking for another dude. Right. And if your energy is masculine, he's not going to see you. It's not that there's anything wrong with you or he's looking for uh, a white woman or a black woman that's not as educated as you. He just can't see you because the energy that you've been programmed is, I don't need a man. I don't need you to do nothing around the house. I don't even need you for sex. I can go buy certain things and I'm good to go. I don't really need you. No. Well, if that is what you are missing, then what ends up happening is that's what the spirit realm Let them hear. Mm -hmm. She don't need you. So leave her alone. Go get somebody that needs you. Mm -hmm. And so it's a beautiful balance when you're able to bring yourself into that. So in addition to healing myself with the food, and losing the weight, I also lost the masculine energy. I took on more feminine energy. I started wearing more jer- dresses, more skirts. I started being softer when I spoke. I started being more sensitive to people when I spoke to them instead of just saying whatever whatever comes up comes out. No, I started being very, very sensitive, and then I changed my prayers to the universe. I stopped asking the universe to give me a man after God's own heart. And I said, Most High, I am a mother of civilization. I need you to send me a father of civilization. Mm -hmm. And so when I changed that prayer, and that prayer actually changed April 20th of this year, So I've been praying that other prayer the whole time. And I met some wonderful brothers, just absolutely great. Oh, wonderful. (laughs) I would have been an excellent wife for them. But as far as them, an excellent husband to me, not so much. Mm -hmm. And so I met men that were after the Creator's own heart. Great. But what's your credit score look like? (laughs) (laughs) What's your work ethic look like? What's your eating habits look like? Right. You know, and so, yeah, you're after the creator's own heart. Perfect. And so Spirit spoke to me the 1st of April and said that for my girls, because some of them were starting to slip through the cracks, we needed to have morning prayer every day during the Nebuchadnezzar Hour, which is at 4 a.m because that's going to help to unify them and that's going to catch some of them when different attacks come on them and they're not able to handle them. They have the prayer to fall back on. So I said, okay, we have apostolate retreats, which are silent retreats here. Um, at my healing center in Atlanta. And so we had a Vipassana that was over the 19th, and the morning of the 20th, we were up at 3 o'clock, 4 a.m., we had our first prayer call. And that was when I changed my prayer. Well, April 26th was a beautiful day for me. I teach um, raw and vegan cooking classes and transitional lifestyle at a place called Sevenanda, which is kind of like Whole Foods. Okay. And um, it was amazing because they actually allowed me to give out samples of the foods that I was going to teach people to cook. Well, all these amazing chocolate brothers came out of the planet. (laughs) I was like, wow! is great and so i'm just there you know just giving away food just like aunt b just as happy and it was unbelievable so this one brother came up and i said "Bruh, i am completely out of samples but you know what since you're asking so nicely, I saved me a little corner, and I'll be glad to share that with you. And he said, you would share your sample? I'm like, sure. And so I gave it to him. He said, I'm going to go out to my car, and I'll come back and talk to you. I was like, okay, cool. Cool. I was like, okay, what a nice brother. And he never came back. I because oh, well, I have had my share of beautiful men to look at today. This has been a great day. Absolutely. And so um, that was April 26th. We teach doula classes here, and we teach them especially to teenagers. If you ever have your teenage daughter take a doula class. And go one time to a live birth. No, that's right. You ain't gotta ever worry about her being a teenage mother. No, that. that's
3: right.
1: You let her see that happen one good time. She is healed, delivered, and set free for the rest of her life. Like, oh no, uh uh-uh. uh. Even when I get married, he ain't gonna touch me. We gonna hold hands. Oh no,
3: that's And great so idea. that's
1: one of the reasons that we teach the doula classes here. Yeah. And so my doula instructor, Dr. Amina Ali, she's a doctor at um, uh, Emory Hospital here. She said, I have somebody for you. I said, "I'm, I'm in a relationship. She said, yeah, I don't like him. I was like, wow, really, really in front of everybody? She said, (laughs) yeah, you're settling. And I'm so sick of you settling. You're just really settling. And I knew that, but I was like 45. So I was like, well, you know, I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) And she was like, yeah, no. And so she sent the brother's picture over, and he had short locks. So it didn't click to me that this was the brother that I had just met the following Saturday, the previous Saturday. And so she sent pictures of me at Sevenanda doing my tasting to him. He said, I know this is God. There's no way in the world. And so he called me. He said, I didn't come back because I knew you had to be married. There was no way that somebody just let you go. Wow. I said, nah, nah. And so we went out and then we got married. <laughs> <laughs> August 23rd. Yeah, August 23rd, we got married. Wow. And today is our one month anniversary. Nice. Congratulations. So when you change, thank you, when you change your words, And I actually put a picture on Facebook yesterday. In 2011, I bought a beautiful statue. Now, the statue was $600. And the funny thing is um, there's a brother that designed it. It's made out of nothing but brass. And it's a picture of a clearly distinctive uh, African-American woman and African-American man in their wedding garb holding each other's hands. It was at, I used to go to the rich people's Goodwill. And so they did not know the value of it. They had that thing for $45. I scooped it up so quick. I was like, hey, you didn't know. And so I put it on my love altar and I set an intention. I said most High." I want to change me mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually because I know right now where I am. My divine mate can't see me. He can't find me because my vibration is not high enough. So if I work on me, then you'll be able to send someone whose protective wing I can be under, somebody that I can actually submit to, that can respect the gifts and talents that you've given me, but that also would have no problems being my provider protector and the priest over my home. Mm. And so, wow, <laughs> that's exactly what ended up happening. And I still have that downstairs to this day. Yeah. And it's funny because the way that they were holding hands is the same thing, that way, the way that we took a picture holding hands at our wedding. So on my, my Facebook page, you've the, got the picture of the statue, and then you have the real-life manifestation. Mm-hmm. Because the law of attraction will work if you're willing to do the self work. Right. Absolutely. right?
2: And, and you know, Queen Need, I'm— I'm really happy that you shared this story because a lot of people don't really understand how this health stuff works. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's holistic, mental, spiritual, yeah. emotional, yeah. energetic, nutritional. And a lot of times me and my wife, Kim, will speak to, to other individuals about finding that special someone and they're looking mm-hmm. outward and we always direct them inward and tell them that they yeah. have to work on themselves more yeah. and and you're a living testament of that like to be able to focus internally focus on getting yourself together getting your energy right on every level and how that opens up the pathway to find the divine person that you're meant to be with and 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 that is just so powerful yeah. and I'm sure that you're you're teaching a lot of women those principles and what you need to do in your sacred women in the making. Why don't we touch on that a little bit? Why don't you go in a little bit more detail of the work that you're doing with that for, for our listeners that may be interested in a program like this? It sounds powerful.
1: It is amazing. And actually, Queen approached me in May of 2014. She said, I have this 12-week program. And what I'm finding is that with 12 week program, the women are learning just enough to become dangerous, Mm -hmm. just enough to take this information and lord it over other people. But three months is not enough of a lifestyle change for you to show enough, have it down pat.
2: Absolutely.
3: But it's
1: enough for you to just have enough information to make somebody else feel bad. Mm. (laughs) So she said, I want to make this a year long program. I've got 12 gateways. I need them going through each gateway for a month. I said, Queen, we can do this. We can definitely do this. And as I, because I trained Sacred Woman under her, I said, but you know what? What they need before you're ready, because most people have never read Sacred Woman all the way through by themselves because it's so meaty. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like good Lord, We gotta put a altar over here, we gotta run over here and do this, I gotta buy some juicer, I gotta take drink some uh garlic. Woo! it's just a whole lot. And so by yourself when you have, you don't have an accountability partner, mm-hmm. I don't wanna drink no you colli- know, garlic. What are you talking about? Yeah. What? And so with that, the exciting piece came in. I said, We need a pre-journey, we need a step ladder to help them get from where they are up to being ready to go through these gateways. Because you see, when you go through the gateways of sacred woman, not only are you learning it, you actually get a life challenge or a life test that goes with each gateway. So we have one gateway that's called sacred, uh, sacred words. So I've had many women testify that their children who don't ever trip lose their whole minds while they are going through that gateway mm. and so they know okay I'm not gonna beat this child I am going through this gateway and this is my challenge so now it is how am I going to respond to this child yes and then those who never battle with road rage all of a sudden, they're ready to jump out the car and fight big grown men. All of those things <laughs> happen because they're going through this gateway, mm. and so you've got to get yourself girded up and prepared. So I designed a twelve-week pre-journey, and in that pre-journey, you're able to deal with and what what I call the dirty clothes at the top of your um your your luggage, mm. your baggage. Yeah. So when you open up the, you know, you've been on the trip, you open up your baggage. Oftentimes you got your dirty clothes and they're all in a little bag and everything, <laughs> but they're still there. Yeah. And so we deal with those first. So one of the big things that we do is deal with generational abortions.
3: Mm.
1: And so those are the things that you gave up to become a wife. The things you gave up to become a mother, the things that you gave up that you didn't intend to that are still lingering there. And oftentimes they are physical abortions because what a lot of people have never done is actually dealt with or talked about the abortions that they've had in their life, the actual physical abortions. But yet they want to develop a relationship with the most high. So you've got the big 900 pound elephant in the room. And the same guy that you made a contract with to bring a life into the world, and you took that life and decided, no, I'm not gonna do that now, you're up in his face asking him to give you stuff. Mm -hmm. And he's like, are we ever gonna deal with this issue, or are you gonna just act like nothing happened? And so we help the women to make um, an abortion altar. And they're actually able to, for the children that they've aborted, they actually go to Spirit and ask, was it a girl was it a boy and they give the child a name and they actually have the conversation mm. I did not understand what I was doing at the time mm-hmm. and now that I know better I can do better but I am your mother and I celebrate the life that you would have had
3: yes
1: and then they have these actual conversations with the children so that they can come into a reconciliation because that was a death no matter how you try to slice it or Planned Parenthood tries to make it oh it wasn't a real life and all of that Mm -hmm. at the end of the day Mm -hmm. that was a real life person that was living inside of you there's no way around that Mm -hmm. and so anytime you go through a death you have to have a grieving process and if you don't then your body grieves right Mm Mm-hmm. And so it's a beautiful thing because they're able to bring that into into uh, reconciliation, and then they go and talk to their mothers and their grandmothers about the things that they aborted to be their mothers and to be their grandmothers. Mm-hmm. My mother did not go to Juilliard to have me. My father did not finish medical school to make sure I was taken care of. Right. So this is why I am continuing in wellness to complete his karma. Right. And so it's a beautiful thing when you're able to actually go back to your parents and tell them, I appreciate what you sacrificed in order for, to make sure I was taken care of. I don't take that for granted. Whatever you need, I'm here to help you with. And so I started putting $100 a month in my dad's checking account. And um, it was so healing to him. Ain't nothing my daddy can do with $100. Mm -hmm. But it's just the fact that I'm making that gesture toward him. There is, in the Housia, there is uh, a passage that says, make not my name to stink before you, most high. So when we start to reconcile things, And to make things right, it causes our name to be a sweet-smelling savor, because we're working righteousness, Mm -hmm. as opposed to continuing to work unrighteousness. So it's a beautiful thing, so the women really get a chance to write a love letter to themselves, they get a chance to channel um, the ancestors to find out, ancestors, what were you not able to reconcile Because many of us that had ancestors that were slaves, their first experience with sex was being raped by masters. Mm -hmm. So you didn't have a chance to sit up and talk out your feelings Mm -hmm. about what happened to you. You just went on out to the field and you kept it moving. Mm -hmm. And then you might have found yourself pregnant with master's baby from the rape. So all of those things Though we're standing on their shoulders, they're healing through us because we are our ancestors. So being able to have that conversation, understanding who our ancestors are, understanding which ancestors actually walk with us. Mm -hmm. When you understand who's walking with you, then you better understand the path that you're on. So that pre-journey is absolutely amazing. It prepares the women to heal the little girl inside of them. If that little girl can get healed, then she can stop having tantrums, acting a fool at the mall, pulling out people's hair. She doesn't have to walk around with blue hair, green hair, red hair, because all of that is pay attention to me, pay attention to me. I'm having a tantrum. I want you to see me. Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't see me? My hair is blue. you going to see me. So when you start working with that and dealing with that, then the tantrums don't have to continue on. Oftentimes you find Caucasian American women cutting themselves. Ain't too many sisters going to cut themselves, Mm -hmm. but we will sit up and do outlandish things with our hair. We'll continue to eat. We'll sit up and go off and be explosive. Mm -hmm. And so if we can get that little girl and get her nurtured and get her the attention that she needs... She's very angry because the voice of your womb is actually that little girl inside of you. And so the voice of your womb has continued to speak to you and say, "Uh uh-uh, leave him alone. He don't mean you. No good. Mm -hmm. See, I can see the little boy inside of him, and that's a nasty little boy. You don't want that. And we have overridden her so many times, every time she tries to speak to us, Mm -hmm. to the point she just goes into a sacred silence. And she says, you know what? When you're ready, I'll speak, but I'm not going to waste my my breath any longer. I understand how precious my words are and their value. Yeah. And so that's what the women learn in the pre-journey, and that prepares them for each of the gateways so that they can become more empowered. And I'm so excited. I have um, the first group of women that started in June. On June, we always start on the solstices and the equinox, so they started on the summer solstice. 2014, and they are graduating um, on October 3rd, and I'm so very, very proud, and I even have honor graduates, so these are women that went above and beyond because they wanted to be their best. Many of them are planning to be mothers, Mm -hmm. and so what they've done is they understand, if I can get myself cleaned up, I can attract a higher vibrating uh, ancestor to my womb. Right. Absolutely. Otherwise, I am attracting to my womb, you know, an ancestor that is where I am right now, right, and is living in my pain. So if I can get that pain rectified, it's a whole different ballgame, mm-hmm.
0: right? Wow. Yeah.
2: You know this this work that you're doing is is amazing, and it's it's so needed. And I think the um the pre journey is a really great idea. Um, a lot of people have challenges with making that full commitment to something but it's so needed you know mm-hmm. to to go through a, a full years journey is enough time for them to become that new person that they need their to become self. yeah their true self to to live into that truth so i think that it's amazing and i'm sure that a lot of women would be interested in this can you provide some information um on uh you know those that are interested who do they contact what website can they go to?
1: Absolutely. They would absolutely call contact me. Um and the program is now two years. It's two and a half years now because what we found with the one year mm-hmm. is that it just was not enough.
3: Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Once you started opening up mm-hmm. those cans it was like, oh, my, it's a whole bunch of folk living down in there. We got to get all of them up out of mm-hmm. there. So, yeah, now it's two and a half years, so six months okay. um, is your pre-journey. And then two years, we spend two months in each of the gateways. Okay. So they would simply shoot me a text to 404-401-7448, 404-401-7448, 404 404- four oh one seven four four eight. Any sisters that need to release between seventy five and three hundred and fifty pounds, simply text the word plus P L U S. P L U S and I will text you information about the next um, interest call, interest meeting conference call for the PLUS program that's going to be coming up um, October 11th. We wanted to make sure everything was out of Mercury retrograde mm-hmm. so that nothing hampered them being able to receive everything they needed. Yes. And then for sisters who aren't really dealing with weight loss concerns, but just need that deep healing, um, that is the deep healing journey. And so they would simply text, I'm ready to do me. I'm ready to do me. And they would text either of those statements to 404-401-7448, and I will uh, get the information out to them immediately so that they can get ready to start their healing journey. We have uh, an interview process, so that would get them through the interest meetings. They would start the interview process because at first we started, whosoever will let them come. And what we found was that everybody who's willing is not able. Right. And so as we go through and we do the interview process, we're able to determine, do you have the wherewithal to actually release your bags? Or does it just sound like a good idea? Mm -hmm. Because when you start being asked a lot of the questions that come in your homework then it makes you get on the phone and start discouraging your sisters. Why I got to talk about my abortions? I don't want to talk about my abortions. Right. That ain't not a up for what's right. you know? <laughs> then. You know, all your toxicity, you want to turn around and pour on other people. Yeah. So we've had an opportunity now where everybody goes through two or three different interviews and we get an opportunity to really see who you are, and if you are ready for this journey. So many weight loss programs, you know, if you got money, they're going to bring you on in. Mm -hmm. But we believe we want to have a 100% success rate, and the success starts with each one of the ladies. If they are ready to be committed and accountable, then the weight loss is going to be a side effect of you raising your vibration and starting to love and take care of you, certain things you just can't put in your body because you love yourself that much.
2: Yeah. Yeah yeah that that's a very good point a lot of people think that they can live a certain way and then once they get to a certain point they can go back but you hit it Perfectly, there are certain things that you just can't have anymore that you have to move away from. Mm -hmm. And uh, for for everyone out there, I know she just gave some information and some numbers. We will provide those in our show notes. So uh, for this podcast, so you'll be able to go back and reference it and um, get some valuable information on Queen Neat as well. And and Queen, one thing: uh, if there was, if we had some listeners out there, if there was, if it was one thing that that they can do to begin their journey of health? And it only could be that one thing. What would you recommend for them to begin their health journey of becoming healthier that could have the biggest impact?
1: Absolutely. I would recommend that they get a green spiral notebook and start writing down every day what they're putting in their mouth and why.
2: Excellent. Yeah.
1: When you start to do this, you actually realize because a lot of times we eat secondarily, kind of like you drive. Right. A lot of us are driving. We got a stick. We driving. We got a milkshake in one hand, over in the other hand. We got a hot dog. We're doing the stick. We're making sure you know we're texting. We're doing all of that because the food is secondary. Yeah. Right. And so if you start writing down what you are putting in your mouth, it will shock you Mm -hmm. and it will bring you into an accountability. And then when you start researching what you're putting in your body, it takes it to a whole another level. One of the biggest part of the Sacred Woman program is research. Every week they have research projects. And so in doing that, you now own that information. So it's not queen meat telling you something's bad for you. You've done the research. You see it yourself. So when your eyes make contact with that food, you no longer salivate. Right. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, no, no. Didn't you just read that tilapia is not did you grow up on tilapia? Were there any tilapia running around when you grew up? Mm-hmm. No, they just suddenly appeared. And now you're eating them. Mm-hmm. So then when you have that knowledge, it's like, huh. <laughs> I don't want that. So just starting out getting that green notebook, writing down what you're eating is a great start to change your whole life.
2: I think that's great advice. Um, A lot of times our clients, when they come in, we'll have them just sometimes, just for a week, seven days before their first appointment, just keep a journal of some what they've been eating for the entire week and just within 7 days that is always an eye opener for a lot of people when they come in and they sit down and we just begin um the discussion on what they ate and they're blown away because it it was right in their face and they had to face it they had to think about what they were putting in their body so I think that's excellent advice and um just to bring things to a close cuz we're at the um coming to the end of our time. Um, are there any parting words that you would like to share with, uh, our listeners out there?
1: I just encourage everyone that's there to make sure you're not allowing anybody in your life to rent you with an option to buy.
3: Mm.
2: Excellent.
0: powerful.
2: That, that's powerful. Queen Neat, we appreciate you. Yes. We appreciate the work that you're doing and, uh, we're really happy that you were able to take time out from your busy schedule to speak to our listeners and, and give them some wisdom and some motivation and encouragement. And congratulations on all of your success and, and keep up the great work.
1: Indeed. Thank you all for even making this Form a possibility and an availability to um, to the to the family. Because if we keep getting an opportunity to hear, then we can keep having opportunities to heal. Right.
2: Yes, Absolutely.
0: And before we go, as Jamal mentioned, um, all the information that was shared in this amazing discussion is going to be on the show notes page, which is jkhealthtribe.com forward slash queen neat. And neat, it's spelled N E I. T H and you can get all the information there, all the programs that Queen Neath it is uh, running, and you can contact her. All the contact information will be on the show notes page. And Queen Need, once again, thank you so much for far- sharing your amazing story and all the great work that you're doing. Um, it's truly an inspiration, and you're such a gift to so many women.
1: Give thanks and praise. I appreciate you all. Thank you for having me.
2: Appreciate you too. Thank you. All right. Take care. care. Peace and blessings.
0: So that is the conclusion of our interview with Queen Neat. And before we go, let's take a minute to hear from our sponsors. Let's face it we are living in a world set up for us not to be healthy and with the overabundance of health information available it's so easy to get overwhelmed and confused on which path to take which leads to inaction and not making health a top priority well that can all change we are life strength and health the number one center in New Jersey for helping you to detoxify and address your digestive system challenges we provide support accountability guidance education we will be with you every step of the way to help simplify this process and help you to reach your health goals. So if you're ready to take action, if you're ready to make your health a top priority, then visit us at lifestrengthandhealth.com or give us a call at 1-800-503-7127 and book your consultation today. Don't live in a New Jersey area. Don't sweat it. We can work with you virtually. So visit us at lifestrengthandhealth.com or give us a call at 1-800-503-7127 and book your consultation or virtual consultation today. We want to say thank you for listening to the show and for access to the show notes pages, more podcast episodes, Blog content as well as more information about our center of life strength and health, then just visit us at lifestrengthandhealth.com. Until next time, live healthier.